Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic Dumb Mother Truck and Bleep episode <laughs> of Good Morning Liberty. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Thompson, the most hated libertarian out there. Alongside of me is the most loved, adored, mm. adoned Mr. Nathaniel Paul Thurston. Not a real libertarian, because he doesn't have a card like I do now, but he is uh, still found, the most loved. I found mine. Face. I found mine last week. In the libertarian sphere. I was cleaning out my... Uh, what do you call it? You're like your bedside table, whatever that's called. And uh, I, I was cleaning it out, and I found my libertarian membership card. So I finally, finally got to throw something away out of that <laughs> drawer. I felt good doing it, for sure. Okay, it is Dumb Bleep of the Week, where we talk about the dumbest things that happened this week. And holy crap, was it a dumb week. I mean... I remember <sighs> yesterday you were like... This is this could be in dumb bleep, yeah. but we've got plenty. And I'm like, there's probably gonna be plenty more that happened tonight. Dude, there were I last mean, night. There were at least twenty things. I squeezed a couple into each thing and decided to spin it as one full topic. And I mean, we've got ten, and honestly, they contain about fourteen, maybe something like that. You have we'll to see. set limitations and boundaries. I know, but if we if we have time, you're probably learning this through your BetterHelp therapist about I've, boundaries. I've got some honorable mentions, by the way. That the live group. I know you have to go pick up your kid. I will hang out with a live group and go over like five of the honorable mentions after the episode today. Well, how nice is yeah. that? So if you want to go to joingmail.com uh, and join for as little as six bucks a month. You'll still miss the end of today's episode that I'm going to do with the live people. But the next time that happens, whenever that is, uh, you get to hang out. So anyway. And we had a good, we had a really good about eight to ten minute live session mm -hmm. before the show started. We did. We probably could have got all those honorable mentions in if we just would have started <laughs> right there on time. All right, I'll kick us off with number one. Here's dumb bleep number one of this week from Nick Adams, blue check mark. He was an appointee in the Trump administration. This is an actual tweet. I fact checked it. Outside of Jesus dying for our sins, Donald J. Trump is the single greatest gift to all citizens of the world. <laughs> what in the North Korea is that? <laughs> And he meant it. I, w I was like, this has this has got to be a this joke. Someone's, someone's making fun of people right now. I know they are. No. <laughs> this is Does no. it get worse than this? This is number it's, one. This is just our list. We're starting start off, off hot. Happy with laughter <laughs> and all of that. It's going to get way worse. But And this was unfortunately sent over the weekend before he found out that Trump uh, kept the nuclear launch codes in, his, in Melania's <laughs> Uh, closet yes. you know they they searched this place and they found uh, the guy with the briefcase handcuffed to, handcuffed to his wrist was just sitting there in the closet he's like oh thank god you guys finally found me that's awesome i'm amidst all these jimmy chews <laughs> right surrounded by chew oh so that's dumb bleep number one dumb bleep number two has like four inside of it so have, okay have fun chuck but you get to talk a little bit of constitution i mean is Jesus is okay. Let's wait, talk. Yeah, we didn't even we talk. Didn't discuss it. We didn't even discuss the factual basis. The, the reason why I say <laughs> North Korea is because the gift to all the citizens of the world. Like yeah. it's like it sounds like he's, something Kim Jong Un would he's say. Been brought, he's been brought to us from down mm. upon high. Mm -hmm. This is the kind of thing that makes okay. So just to, if it's your first time listening, you know we're not the biggest Trump fans. We also don't suffer from Trump derangement syndrome. We will look at things objectively and say that is bad or that is good. Mm. And we will talk about it like that. But this is the kind of thing that makes you worried about a guy like Trump because never have I ever seen people just so openly join a cult. And uh, even like what scared me the most are the really religious people, very strict religious people who have treated Trump like he was some type of a second coming. Completely idealized the guy. This is why, and I don't even... And then you're like, well, maybe they're, a whole, they're, maybe they're right about the guy in Revelation who's going to pretend to be the Messiah, and they're going to manifest it themselves. <laughs> I, well, that is... Okay, I literally had this thought just last week. Now, 
Well, let's not even get into religion. We're in the telling Bible you there's going to be an Antichrist. I just had the thought last week before I saw this tweet that Trump could be the Antichrist. And, <laughs> I, would, and I would consider voting for the guy <laughs> next time around. I'm just saying especially I don't Especially if him. he's in prison. Yeah, especially. Yeah, for sure if he's in prison. I had that thought just last week for this reason because of the super religious people I've seen just blindly follow what appears to be a cult leader. And, you know, we're really knocking all the pro-Trump people out of the podcast right now because they can't. This is like blasphemy. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) I apologize. uh, You're talking bad about the greatest gift, the single greatest gift to all the citizens of the world right now. I do like that he did still qualify that Jesus was the greatest one dying for our sins. So he's Mm -hmm. not saying Trump is Jesus. He's just saying you put Jesus aside. Trump. It's <laughs> obvious. That's the, I can't think of anyone else. Yeah. All that's, right. <laughs> that's John three seventeen. That's dumb bleep. Number one. Let's start this off with, uh, Eric Swalwell. All right. Dumb bleep. Number two, as Donald Trump was pleading the fifth, like a two bit mobster, Biden signed a bill to help vets exposed to toxic burn pits. Your choice lawbreaker or lawmaker. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got pleading the fifth is the main thing. I don't really even pay attention to the whole uh, PACT Act thing, which, by the way, was still signed into law, even though all the Republicans, they didn't get their wish. Some vets are going to survive now. I'm sorry, Republicans. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Okay, so pleading the fifth, of course, that makes you a two-bit mobster. Let's go on to another iteration of this whole thing from Daniel Goldman. All right, the Fifth Amendment ensures that people are not forced to incriminate themselves, but you don't take the Fifth if you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, so same, so, yeah. same, same. Mm. What take, do you think about that, Charlie? This is this whole, we've talked about this a lot on the show, but this is the whole guilty until proven innocent thing, mm-hmm. right? And the reason, I mean, the reason why the Fifth was so important for those people who clearly don't understand history is you have to go back to the, uh, the feudal times, where people were forced to testify against themselves and forced to actually tell. Like they could be tortured to, into. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the whole point of it, which is the the onus of the evidence rests with the state. The people with the power to end your life or put you in a cage must prove without any involvement from you whatsoever that a clear crime was committed. Now, without we, having to force you to say anything or torture you in to say anything or whatever. I do admit that there is this, there's a thing, and I try to not do it, but if you plead the fifth, you know, you don't want to self-incriminate. I, if you just think about that without digging any deeper, you're like, okay, well, that guy's trying to hide something. Or girl, trying to hide something. I can mm. understand people go into that. And I understand that being your first reaction. And I've had that reaction as well. But I will say that does not mean that you are guilty of anything. It just means that you don't want to help the state. It means that you don't want to participate in something that you might think is a sham. Uh, just you don't have to tell the government anything. You can lie to them if you you can. You, well, you can't lie to the to the FBI. We all know that. So does Martha Stewart. Uh, but you do not have to inform on yourself. You've got the right to to keep that. From them. And one of my biggest issues here is that we're taking these amendments, the this Bill of Rights, these rights that we say are natural because we are humans, that the government is supposed to protect, and we're slowly knocking them down and saying, well, if you use the Fifth Amendment, that means that you're guilty. Well, if you use the Second Amendment, well, that means that you're a violent person. Well, if you have to go back to the First Amendment, that means that you're trying to spread misinformation. And we're slowly just knocking out these amendments amendments, and just saying that you don't have any natural rights that the government is supposed to protect. And this is just another one of them. We've got more attached to this, Charlie, still in number two. Another addition to this from Tara Dublin. I'll take over. Charlie's not here right now. The FBI doesn't serve search warrants on innocent people. Greg. <laughs> She's talking to Greg. And uh, Sorry, I was writing a line of code real quick. Okay. <laughs> Good. Dan and I were doing some coding on uh, determining son of God. So <laughs> okay. I said, while not blank, son of God. <laughs> if son of God equals one, then Jesus, else Trump. <laughs> End while. 
Hold on, I gotta see this. That's good. I like it. Okay. Anyway, uh, Tara Dublin says the FBI doesn't serve search warrants on innocent people. Charlie, don't you know that they would never do a search warrant on someone that's innocent? Ever. In fact, I'll tell you this. They only serve search warrants on innocent people because everyone's innocent until they've been proven guilty. That's, yeah. So she's exactly wrong on except that point. The, except in this world, everyone's guilty until proven innocent. That's so, yeah. Yes. In fact, when, when they go to the judge and they say, hey, we have evidence that this crime was for sure committed. Mm-hmm. That's why we need the search warrant to yeah. prove what we already know. But you're still... It's not probable cause anymore. This yeah. is like, we have clear evidence, not a probable cause. We have clear evidence of guilt, like complete guiltness. And in this case, we know that Trump stole the nuclear launch coats. Mm-hmm. I love the idea, by the way, I tweeted this out earlier, that here's yeah. the... Uh, imagine thinking all of these things at the exact same time. I'll give you three things you're going to think at the same time. One, Trump took classified nuclear information with him when he left office Two, the government knew about it and it took them 18 months to go back and get the documents. And three, the government needs to have more control over everything. Imagine having all those things happen and they're not being an error pop out at the end. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. Also, we should search through all the concealed carry permits and make sure we find everybody that's carrying a gun. Now, Trump himself does get to be in on this dumb bleep because he does have a history when it comes to pleading the fifth, and that is what he has said about other people that pled the fifth. So let's hear from him. The mob takes the fifth. If you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? When you have your staff taking the Fifth Amendment, taking the fifth so they're not prosecuted, when you have the man that set up the illegal server taking the fifth, I think it's disgraceful. Have you seen what's going on in front of Congress? Fifth Amendment, Fifth Amendment, Fifth Amendment. Horrible. Horrible. This is why being consistent is so important. Thanks for Very true. highlighting me there. <laughs> and I got you right when you were saying a lot. Right, too. yeah, right when I was, I was coming perfect. in hot with I a take. It. Yeah, this, exactly. What you just said there, that's why it is important to be consistent in principles. Because now, oh, how the turntable. Yes. Now, if he was a principled person who believed in the natural rights that individuals had, even if he disagreed with what they were doing or thought that they did anything wrong, then he would say they took the Fifth Amendment. Which is their right. Which is their constitutional right. And we're going to have to prove that this certain thing happened. And then there's your principled stance. On the matter. Yeah, but I, but then you can say, I, and I still think he's lying. And if he wouldn't have done that, then he wouldn't have had to say what he just said, which is, I once asked, if you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? Now I know the answer to that question. When your family, your company, and all the people in your orbit have become the targets of an unfounded, politically motivated witch hunt supported by lawyers, prosecutors, and the fake news media, you have no choice. Which exactly is why the Fifth Amendment exists. <laughs> so, just welcome. Be- hey, I mean, we can give him credit for being open to the idea of why the Fifth Amendment exists. There you go. It's for this exact reason. He's not wrong about that. This week might have created a lot of libertarians. Yeah. That's one good white When pill. your family, company, and all the people in your orbit have become the targets of an unfounded, politically motivated witch hunt or unfounded, politically motivated crime, or unfounded crime, or he said, she said crime, whatever it may be. This is why we have the Fifth Amendment protection where you don't have to incriminate yourself. And what because, I, because they should be able to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt without any of that information that that crime actually happened. What I hope people on the right will take from this week and some of the things that are going on is that it is not about the person that is in control of the FBI or the CIA, or the DOJ, or any of that. It's not about having the right person in control. This power exists from person to person, and it can be used against you anytime that the next person wants to. And they only get more powerful. That's all that happens. So it's not about getting the right guy in there. It's about getting rid of this bureaucracy. That's the actual answer, the solution to this problem. And I hope people actually start to realize that. 
what they'll probably do is just push really hard for Trump to be reelected. More than likely. Oh, we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see. Okay, that was number two, I believe. Are we two? Oh, I wanted to connect another one to this. I started this conversation off by saying your constitutional rights are getting struck off the board right now. Lines crossed through them. All right. Pleading the fifth. Well, that means you're guilty. Second Amendment. You need a gun. Well, that means you're a bad person. All right. That's what that means. And that's what Mark Bailey was saying right here. If you have no enemies, you shouldn't need weapons. When you were born, you didn't come into this world with an AR-15. If you live right with manners, courtesy and politeness, you won't need a weapon outside of your home. People walking the streets with weapons is the problem. And I bet he supports the justice for Breonna Taylor. <laughs> well, she was inside her home, so he says no weapons outside your home. Well, you know, uh, I no, but take his first one. If you have no enemies, you shouldn't need weapons. That's that's um, that's yeah, very not true. This is so so illogically consistent. And, and trust me, it's not just people who have enemies Did who you end catch up catch how I played that illogically consistent. Yes, that's good. <laughs> It's not just people have enemies who end up needing guns. I mean, you look at crime around the world. I don't think it's only people with enemies who could have used a way to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I watch Dateline like every night. You know, Lacey was like, what are we doing tonight? It was Wednesday night. I was like, well, Dateline and murder tapes are both on tonight. It's a big night. We made sure we had popcorn ready, all that stuff. <laughs> and let me tell you what, you know who ends up wishing they had weapons? It's people who lit up a room. Those are the people who were always smiling who didn't have an enemy in the world, couldn't find someone to say a bad thing about them. And I spend my entire life watching the different ways that those people were mm-hmm. unfortunately murdered and they needed ways to defend themselves. All right. Cause we know what for sure happens according to Mark Bailey, which is that the serial rapist walking around your town, he's not out looking for the good people. Mm-mm. He's out there looking for his enemies. Only bad. Yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. well, I can't rape you unless you're my enemy, obviously. <laughs> True. Because why would I do such a thing? Yeah, you know, self-defense is another integral part of human rights. All right, we have to move on to number okay. three. Uh, Rand Paul was on Fox News. We'll play the response to this right afterwards, but I'll show you what he said as it relates to this whole Trump situation. I think I had this queued up at the right spot. How do we know? Their lawyers weren't allowed to see the activity. No, people distrust so much the government that we've gotten to the point where, for example, do I know that the boxes of material they took from Mar-a-Lago, that they won't put things in those boxes to entrap him? How do we know? Their lawyers weren't allowed to see the boxes go. They weren't categorized. That's going to be a problem. Thousands of documents were taken. Yeah, mm-hmm. how do we know that they're going to be honest with us about what's actually in the boxes? How do mm-hmm. we know that was in the box before it left the residence if the lawyers weren't allowed to see everything? So, you know, they've lost a great deal of trust, and it's uh, it's a sad day for the country because this truly is an attack on our constitutional republic. So what, he, what he's saying is how do we know that they didn't plant evidence, whatever it is? And I think that that's a very real possibility. It's a valid concern. I'm not saying that they did. Is it possible? Of course it's possible. He's not saying that they did. He's just saying that we don't trust people in government anymore because of the politics involved in all of this. But anyway, this person who got 13.7 thousand retweets, which makes them eligible, Rand Paul went on Fox News and said the FBI may have planted stuff in the boxes to entrap Trump. Rand said it with a straight face and without any evidence to support his lie. Two weeks ago, you now, his lie, he, what he said was, how do we know that they didn't do this? When you ask questions, those are lies. <laughs> exactly. Same thing. <laughs> he didn't say that they did it. He said, how do we know they didn't do this? Anyway, without evidence to support his lie, two weeks ago, Ukraine listed Rand Paul as an official Russian propagandist. It all makes sense now. We didn't talk about that. They put out this list of people that were, you know, against Ukraine and were basically Russian propagandists, and Rand Paul was on the list. Oh, I, man. I think I figured out what's happening. Okay, good. So people take things that other people say, and they feel a certain way about it. Mm-hmm. And then what they feel about whatever was said is what's true, not what the person actually said. And to see, I have a real problem with this because words actually have meaning. Like mm-hmm. when you ask a question, that a question can't be a lie. 
When I say Nate, how tall are you really? As if you say six two. And I'm, I'm like, like Charlie's out there lying about my telling height. people that I am actually shorter than the height that I have listed on my driver's license. Listen to him. When I asked a question. <laughs> That's a good point. Now why now, why would we think, let me just add this in, this is still connected to it. Why would we think that people could just be thinking politically about this and just going after someone that they don't like? Of course, it may be hot out there. You're the heroes. Stay hydrated. It may be hot outside, but in here, it's Christmas. Because <laughs> yesterday, we all got the present we wanted. FBI agents raided Mar-a-Lago. That's the most beautiful sentence America has ever produced. It's right up there with we put cheese inside the crust. I don't know why you would think that maybe people would just be on a political witch hunt right now. Know we, what I mean? We got the Christmas present we wanted. Yeah. The, the former president of the United States. Man, can you imagine being in another country watching what's going on right now? We should start charging them for this reality TV show we have it's, going yeah. on. Be making good money off a lot of, that. of them probably like uh oh they're doing the same things we do <laughs> all right we have to move on that was okay. only number three number four michael brown eight which by the way hands up don't shoot we guys this is from attorney ben crump eight years ago michael brown was killed with his hands up in surrender by ferguson police officer darren wilson michael's future was stolen from his mere days after he attended his high school graduation ceremony We'll always remember him. Rest in rest in power, Mike. So, do you have the? Yes. Well, I've got something on this just to play. This actually comes from the Washington Post. Just so everyone knows, this has been disproven. This is a lie. It did not happen, and people are still out. Why is it that we just again? It's how they how it makes them feel, and then that's what the truth is. Why is it that we don't trust what we hear these days? You don't trust anyone. This has clearly been proven that this did not happen. And literally, people, this guy's now, a high-profile attorney. Did Twitter put a disclaimer on there? I am sure they did. Did they fact-check sure that they one? Did. Yeah, of course they did. Missing uh, context? This is from the Washington Post. We'll play like the first minute of it. Um, it's important. The Justice Department released two must-read investigations this month into the killing of Michael Brown by Ferguson police officer Darren Wilson that corrected the record and revealed ugly practices that institutionalize racism and hardship. They also forced me to deal with two uncomfortable truths. Brown never surrendered with his hands up, and Wilson was justified in shooting Brown. The report on the Ferguson Police Department detailed years of abuse by the police, the courts, and the municipal government, including evidence that all three balanced their books on the backs of the people of Ferguson, 67% of whom are African American. The overwhelming DOJ data provided much-needed context for why a small St. Louis suburb exploded the moment Brown was killed. His death gave voice to many who suffered in silence, but the report on the actual shooting of Brown shows him to be an inappropriate symbol. DOJ was able to present a credible picture of what happened. You can read about the fight between Brown and Wilson in the SUV and the fight over Wilson's gun on page six and how hands up, don't shoot, a mantra built on a lie, became the narrative of this sad affair on page 44, thanks to various media interviews done by Witness 101, whom we know now as Dorian Johnson. So that's from the WAPO. Hands up, don't shoot, man. Now, do you, do you think that if this DOJ investigation would have been done while Donald Trump was in office, on this happening and they said that officer wilson was justified in shooting michael brown and that didn't happen it's do you white think, supremacy do you think that the white that the washington post would have done a video about how the narrative on the story was a lie probably not and written an article titled hands up don't shoot was built on a lie which came out in march of 2015. our truth is not Determined by truth is determined by who holds political power. That's it. I guarantee you if the same information would have been brought while Trump was president, they would have never posted this article. And I, I agree with Jeff here that this black guy in this video was obviously a white supremacist. Clearly. 
Yeah. I know. Of course. All right, he's, that's dumb bleep number four. He's an Uncle Tom. All right, that was number four. Let's throw in a funny one right here. I was going back and forth with the Socialist Party of Great Britain, as I do from time to time. <laughs> I push them to the logical conclusion, and they never respond. But this is one of the things that I had to respond back to. <laughs> this is not from them. This was just in my communications with them. Some need to learn the difference. You don't have to like it, but to equate both as the same is ignorant. It's historically and factually inaccurate. Now, if you're listening on the podcast, there's a side-by-side -side of a Nazi and a communist. And what this person is saying, that some people need to learn the difference. You don't have to like it, but they're not the same. All right? Here's the difference. Nazis started the Holocaust, and communists ended the Holocaust. That's the only thing that you need to know, mm -hmm. the difference between the two of them, because yeah. the only bad thing, first off, that ever happened in world history was the Holocaust. It's the only thing. Mm -hmm. It's not like there's anything associated with communism. Well, and prison camps are much different than gulags. Oh, yeah. yeah. Way different. I mean, the differences are astounding. Mm -hmm. Way more productive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, there's your difference. And in fact, more people died under communism, but they weren't all Jewish. Listen, a bunch of Russians did die fighting Germany. It's true. Well, but first, you have to remember that they were linked <laughs> together. Mm -hmm. So, Stalin, mm -hmm. Lenin and Stalin initially supported Germany, but Are then you but saying then, that they had ties to Nazis? Yeah, but then, <laughs> but then the the situation flipped when Hitler turned on him, and so then Stalin was like, "Well, screw you! Here's the Red Army." Wow, a lot of videos today. This is technically Charlie's, so I'll, we'll get his exclusive response while we're talking about communism. Let's listen to our one of our fearless leaders, uh, Nancy Pelosi, talking about China. Real quick, this should be fun. We still support the one China policy. We go there to acknowledge the status quo is what our policy is. There is nothing disruptive about that. It was only about saying China is one of the freest societies in the world. Don't but, take it from me. That's from Freedom House. Let's it's talk a, strong a little democracy, bit. Yeah. Courageous people. And, and it's it just, I don't know why it is, uh, except there's some commercial interest who would like to diminish uh, the relationship. Now, do you think she meant to say Taiwan right there? I, I was, think so. Okay. All right. I want to. You know, I hadn't thought about China it. China has good. There's good people on both sides, is what Pelosi's trying to say. Good people on both sides. Yeah. Can we assume? Can we first can, talk about? Did she get a facelift in Taiwan <laughs> <clears throat> while she was there? She literally came back from Taiwan looking about 20 years younger. Well, you know those Asians; they don't age anyway. <laughs> so, and I can say that as an Asian. Yeah. You so, can. <laughs> as one eighth Asian, you can say that. Okay, we'll give, listen, I think if the group concurs, we'll give her a pass that when she said China is one of the freest societies in the world, that she meant to say Taiwan, and that, as usual, she was just hammered drunk. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. I do a lot of things to take care of my mind. For a while there, it wasn't something that I ever thought about. I thought I could just go through life and not ever think about my mental health, whether or not I was too stressed out, whether or not I was burnt out. Whether or not there were things that I could actually solve. But if you think about it, you're only going to get this one mind, this one brain. And you should really take good care of it. In the same way that you would take care of your car if you were going to have to use it for the rest of your life. Don't waste any of your time being upset, angry, depressed, anxious, burnout, stressed out. When there could be something you could do to actually fix it. There's a lot of things you can do, by the way. You could take some naps if you want to. You can take some time off, take a vacation. But there's also BetterHelp Online Therapy. So therapy is something I've done. Charlie uses BetterHelp still. He's been using it for over a year now. So if there's something that you need to talk to someone about, you could use BetterHelp. Now BetterHelp is an online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on the camera if you don't want to. It's a lot more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours, and our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com gml. That's betterhelp.com slash gml. I want to tell you guys about a sponsor for the show, which is the Expat Money Show from our good friend, Mikkel 
Thorup. Listen, becoming an expat, that is a difficult decision. But for those of you that are in any way on the fence about this, you're curious about it, you wonder about the logistics of it, hands down, Expat Money Show is the best place to go to hear all of the advice, all of the strategy on how to do this. You're going to learn all about precious metals, uh, how to store your money the best way possible. You're going to learn about cool things like how to legally avoid paying taxes, getting passports so you can travel all around the world, how to actually protect the assets that you have from some of these tyrannical governments. And by the way, there is an expat online money summit, the expat money summit that is coming up in November. And yes, it is going to have the one and only Ron Paul speaking. It's not the easiest thing in the world to do. There's a lot of different ways to do it, but I tell you what, Mikkel, he knows exactly what to do because he has been living this life. He's not just the guy that's out there talking about this thing that you can do. He's literally living it on a daily basis. He knows everything there is to know about becoming an expat. So go to the expat money show, listen to that podcast and also go sign up for the free expat money summit coming up in November. Once again, go to the expat money show on all of your podcast apps and go to the link in the show notes. So you can sign up for the free online expat money summit. Let's uh, let's double team this one, Charlie. Oh, okay. Number seven, the weather channel in India. The new hashtag COVID-19 subvariant BA 2.75 has been detected in Delhi. Now this is um this is not is it what is this gamma what like where are we at now on the Greek scale? We have to have hit omega by now. Mm. According to experts, the subvariant has a higher transmission rate and can even infect vaccinated people or those who already possess antibodies. <laughs> oh God! What? Mm. This one's going to be bad if it can infect vaccinated people. And I like how the Weather Channel is reporting on this. Yeah, that's good. Well, yeah. how's the COVID weather in India? <laughs> Let me tell you. All right, this is all connected. You're going to see showers today, but that's coming from people's noses. Governor Gretchen Whitmer said this evening, I tested positive for COVID-19. Thankfully, I'm only experiencing mild symptoms after being fully vaccinated and twice boosted. And I encourage my fellow Michiganders to get vaccinated and boosted too. My full statement is below. I do this thing when you get COVID. When when you've been vaccinated, you're like, well, thank God I was vaccinated. So when I got the thing that I was vaccinated against, I didn't die because the death rate's so high. Clearly, I would have died if it weren't for the vaccine. Mm. I would have got way worse. I mean, I, I got way worse than you when I got COVID. You are sponsored by Pfizer for the rest of your life and I'm not god so we got this I think the data backs that up too by the way we'll continue it's not just our anecdotal experiment here <laughs> we'll continue on I'm still against vaccine mandates by the way good news everyone Norwegian Cruise Lines has announced that they are no longer requiring passengers to be vaccinated and on top of that I'll go to the very bottom down here you don't have to be vaccinated anymore that's great unvaccinated guests are welcome with proof of a negative test. Vaccinated guests do not need to test. Just show a proof of a vaccine. Because, Even though they can still get Because COVID. science. <laughs> you know, man. Yeah. What's that science going on? <laughs> I mean. Now, they're a private company. You can do what they want. That's fine. But it doesn't make any sense. Now, I'm probably going to be going on a Norwegian cruise sometime soon. And, oh, yeah? And, <laughs> yeah. You going to Alaska? No, no, not going to Alaska, mm. but, um, I bet I'm not invited. I'm probably going to be going and I'm worried because I'm going to be there with a bunch of vaccinated people that didn't have to test before they got on the boat. That's dangerous, <laughs> but apparently not. As long as they're vaccinated, you don't need to test. Mm-mm. But if you were unvaccinated, because we know that those are the people highly susceptible. So the true super spreaders are the vaccinated. And it's on true. top of that, by the way, the CDC just changed their quarantine guidelines, a bunch of other guidelines. They're now saying that, uh, well, they've officially caught up to the year 2020 for the rest of us. But the CDC now says it's not necessary to quarantine after being exposed to COVID-19. Social distancing guidelines are, have also been lifted just in time for school. We, I, we told you this would happen, by the way. We <laughs> told you that when the Biden administration got in the office, COVID was going to disappear. It's going to turn into the flu and all of that. Well, we have an election coming up, too. All this hoopla, like, is all going to go away. And that's exactly what happened. And you're saying, I know you're sitting there saying to yourself, my God, Charlie, 
how can you and Nate be so right about so many things? You're sitting there in your car right now listening, or you're at home cleaning, you're doing the dishes, and you're like, by golly, Nate and Chuck, those two guys can predict the future. Mostly me, though, is what they're thinking. And mostly Nate. Sometimes yeah. Chuck has a highlighter, too. And I'll tell you how we do it. It's just you got to pay attention. It's, it's real simple. It's just simple logic and yeah. deductive reasoning is really all it is. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And it tell you, we could literally tell you exactly what's going to happen. So that's all number seven. Um, I guess we'll get Charlie's response uh, for number eight because I bet you haven't seen this. A late-breaking, very important video. It's called the Fauci effect, which is sort of like, you know, as trust me, I'm, I, I don't get excited about that. <laughs> I mean, it's nice, but I mean, it's, it's I, I, people go to medical school now. People are interested in science, not because of me, because people, most people don't know me, who I am. My friends know me, my wife knows me, but people don't know me. It's what I symbolize. And what I symbolize... <laughs> In, a, in an era of the normalization of untruths and lies and, and all the things you're seeing going on in society from January 6th to everything else that goes on, people are craving for consistency, for integrity, for truth, <laughs> and for people caring about <laughs> You may have to play that again. That's good. He literally said, I am truth. I'm truth. No, me. It's what I symbolize. And what I symbolize in a in an era of the normalization of untruths and lies and and all the things you're seeing going on in society from January 6th to everything else that goes on, people are craving for consistency, for integrity, for truth and for people caring about people. And that's who he is. It's what he symbolizes. He integrity. is science. He is truth. Consistency. Integrity. Truth. Yeah. Fauci. Those are all synonyms. They're all basically the same thing. You know, interchangeable. I didn't think that it could get worse from number one. Oh, but yeah. This it, is, it does. Uh, yeah, this is good. We could have hit peak dumb right there, but we do have a couple of ridiculous things that we have to go through, uh, which uh, like this, like this video Right here. Now, this is from Libs of TikTok. And the reason it's from Libs of TikTok, by the way, I'll show you, is... Um, they get restored? Oh, no. Sorry, sorry. We're going to go to climate change causing obesities uh, in children. First, yeah. Obesity. That's what it's going to be. So, listen, we got all those fat kids out there. We all have seen them just rolling around <laughs> outside. <laughs> well, not outside because it's too hot. Yeah. They can't go outside. Because of this new study. We've all been invited to our friends' houses where they, <laughs> those chubby kids are living. Or you just sit in front of the air conditioning vents mm -hmm. and eat potato chips yeah. all day. That's all you do. And you roll over for your nap. Well, if you, uh, if you didn't already think that the, that the House voting on the climate change legislation today was important, you certainly will now because they're not only saving the overall environment, they're, it's for the children. And that's because climate change according to a study, is leading to more childhood obesity with less physical activity, the study finds. Mm. All right. I'll just give you the synopsis on this. Climate change has been a topic of discussion over the years, and a doctor says higher temperatures could be affecting our children's health. Environmental physiologist Dr. Morrison said physical fitness is key to tolerating higher temperatures and unfit children could face heat-related health problems such as dehydration and heat stroke as global warming continues. According to the doctor, obesity and physical activity among children are leaving many struggling to regulate their body temperature and heat, leading them to do less exercise. Morrison said she found that children are 30% less aero aerobically fit than their parents were at their age. And of course, this is a consequence of climate change. Cli now, I... I don't know if I want to give the doctor credit here or just talk about how stupid the headlines are from this. I read the study today, and I was looking for my favorite part of the study, which is the very last paragraph, and it's called the limitations. And it's always good to read the limitations on a study. Like, can you actually tie climate change to childhood obesity? And I will tell you, this is the first study 
probably the best study I've ever read in the entire world because it did not have any limitations. It was not subject to anything. This is just they were able to test all the variables. Pure science. Mm. All right. It's like trying to do a study proving that gravity exists. That's that's what this is. There's no limitations. It it looks to be a study that emulated Fauci himself. Logical, exactly consistent. I'm sure he was unwavering truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the well, look, it is true that less physical activity can lead to more obesity. But then to blame climate change mm-hmm. as if kids aren't outside playing because it's hot. No, that's not actually how that works, by the way. That most children would rather would still be outside playing. It's probably the parents being like, oh, it's too hot outside. Because to act like humans that haven't lived in these types of heats is ridiculous. You don't think children live around the equator, <laughs> by the way, where it's over 100 degrees all the time? It, it's like... It's so insane to me. This has nothing to do with snacks or being locked down for a pandemic for a couple of years or anything like that. Just general laziness. Staying, you know, on your phone too long that you probably got when you were like seven years old. Playing spoons. video games. Nothing like that. The size of spoons. Children's spoons have gotten bigger. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we could blame the spoon in The bottles are that. bigger. Tits are bigger. <laughs> so all those implants is leading to bigger titties, which leads to more milk consumption for these babies. And that is a scientific fact. <laughs> I can find a study that shows that yeah. actually not the exact opposite, yeah. but that's all because of climate change though, not because of breast augmentations. So I will give the study credit just so you know, this study did not link climate change to increasing childhood obesity one single time oh the headline did the headline is the only link between the two this study proved beyond a reasonable doubt that when it is hot kids are less likely to want to go play outside and that was the entirety of the study if it is hotter outside are people less likely to want to go play outside that is it it did not link any obesity rates. It did not link anything whatsoever. And that's probably true, by the way. Yeah. I, I believe it. Yeah. But it's, I'm like, oh, it's hot outside. I really don't want to mow the yard. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait till it cools off. And then I'm going to hire somebody to do it. But what a great way to not take any responsibility. To take, you know, just to remove the responsibility from parents and society in general oh, of course, or, or yeah. the kids or whatever, just to remove it all. It's just climate change. And you know what? That just means that we have to tax. Nothing uh, is your fault, yeah. Nate. No. You know, I, I, I'm having this philosophical debate with my wife because. I thought you were going to tell me about the one with your insurance agent. No, but I think the pro, like we in this age of like participation trophies and all that, I had my first like, I don't really agree with that with Parker's kindergarten. Okay. Now, my wife is an Enneagram 2. For those of you that don't know what that means, these are like really inclusive people. They want uh, everyone to feel invited and welcomed, and they're us- they usually play host and that kind of stuff. And they really get their feelings hurt when they're not invited to things. So there was this thing. In- Democrats. There's this thing in kindergarten uh, for Parker's orientation when I was going through that that said, if... You are to invite kids from class to his birthday party, to your child's birthday party. You have to invite every child. They want no child left behind. (laughs) (laughs) This is all Bush's fault. And you know, I was sitting sitting there thinking, uh, at first I was like, oh yeah, it makes sense. We don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, whatever. And then uh, on second thought, I was like, well, hang on a second. Because like, if you're not invited, now that could be for two reasons. One, it could be bullying, which I don't agree with. But the other reason is like, like, I don't like you. And maybe you suck. You suck as a person. You're a bad friend. And then therefore I'm not going to invite you to my birthday party. I want you to feel not included Mm -hmm. because of how terrible you are as a person. So you will be incentivized to make changes. So then you'll learn Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm not getting invited. Not because I'm a victim and somebody's bullying me. I'm not getting invited because I'm not a good person. And maybe I can analyze my Mm -hmm. kindergarten self. And see, you start to learn these things at a young age, right? Same thing with participation trophies. Like, if you lose, like, you lose for a reason. And usually it's because you suck. 
and the other person's better. And if you want to beat them, you got to be better. And so, like, we're dumbing down all these things where every, and I know this is a personal story, but it ties right into this whole victimization thing where everything that goes wrong in your life is someone else's fault. We never look inward to ourselves to say, well, what's wrong with me? Now, of course, there, there is obviously bullying and everything else that happens. That's true. But you have to also look inside and be like, okay, what am I doing wrong? What could I do better? What could I be better at? What do I need to practice? What do I need to, should I be kinder or nicer or whatever? Why are people not wanting to hang out with me? Usually it's because of you. <laughs> Most of the time, because we don't, that we don't actually live in a world full of psychopaths. The, the, the percentage of psychopaths is actually relatively small compared to the general population. So if something's happening, it's likely you. Yeah. It's not Psychopaths, likely. I mean, percentage-wise, less than libertarians. Yes. Like, way lower. But, I mean, just take it from Charlie. You don't always get invited to things in life. And like he's saying, <laughs> what you have to do is look inward and ask yourself why and not blame it on other people yeah. immediately. Especially when it comes to Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number 10. Boston Children's Hospital. Now they remove this video, which explains their gender affirming hysterectomies for young girls after they got criticized online. We'll play the video for you. This is Jesus Boston Christ. Children's Hospital. When I clicked on the video, which was in the group, this is what I got video unavailable. But luckily, thank God for libs of TikTok. Because they still have it, and it's still out there on Twitter. And so luckily, we still get to watch this video. And it's really just learning about hysterectomies for children. I mean, it's not anything crazy. Gender-affirming hysterectomy is very similar to most hysterectomies that occur. Except it's on a kid. A hysterectomy itself is the removal of the uterus, the cervix, which is the opening of the uterus, and the fallopian tubes, which are attached to the sides of the uterus. Some gender-affirming hysterectomies will also include the removal of the ovaries, but that's technically a separate procedure called a bilateral oophorectomy. And not every gender-affirming hysterectomy includes that, and people who are getting gender-affirming hysterectomies do not have to have their ovaries removed. Where the world comes for answers. My That's what that says. God in heaven. See, I've, I'm in another debate with my wife about this. <laughs> I just, I'm just going to spill all the beans. The tea. The tea. Yeah, sorry. You're welcome, kids. Mm -hmm. That way you know what he's talking about. I'm in another debate with my wife about this because as a libertarian, I believe, like, if you want to be trans, go for it. Like, I don't, I have no qualms but to put a stick in you. <laughs> I have no qualms about that. My problem is, is this type, this type of derangement disgusting i saw a thing today where the laptops that were sent home with these kindergartners and everything else which i gotta check my sons now uh were sent with like lgbtq wallpaper with like two dudes kissing <laughs> like that's you can set your wallpaper as lgbtq inspired whatever on these kids laptops now look if you're an adult and you want to do whatever you want, that's fine. But when the, this is my problem, why would you put this, a picture of anyone kissing as a wallpaper on a kid's on laptop? a kid's laptop? <laughs> I'm no, this is insane. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't like it if it was probably a heterosexual thing. Now you'd be fine with it, you bigot. <laughs> my thing is, is that when they start, this is the problem. Is like it's not just about accepting them and who they are as adults or, or whatever. You have to conform with their beliefs so far as in you have to change your child. Even give them a hysterectomy. Even. To affirm. Sign off on their gender-affirming hysterectomy. I would like to go get a gender-affirming hysterectomy, Charlie. I think it's I'm like, going to go do it. It's so, it, 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 this, is where the, this is where it's a big problem. And this is where I think truth matters again. And this is why I think what, what Matt Walsh did with The Daily Wire is so important. What is a woman? What is a woman? Just, what is it? Let's say I walk into the office and I'm like, I want a hysterectomy to affirm my gender. And they're like, well, do you, you know, can you do that? And I'm like, well, I'm a guy, but I want to affirm my gender. I want a gender affirming hysterectomy. You're like, well, you don't have one. Like, you're not a woman. And I'm like, what? what is a woman? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I identify as a woman, but I'd like to transition back to a man. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wonder where they would go with yeah. that. I don't know. I don't know how that would take it. Those are the 10 dumb bleeps of the week, by the way. It's 1228 p.m. on Friday. Y'all uh, got to get your votes in. Get those votes in. Let's run through them for the fine people on both sides. Number one, Trump is Jesus. No, not Jesus. He's just below, right below Jesus. Mm. All right. Number two, a plea the fifth means that you are guilty, of course. Number three was Rand Paul is a Russian plant, of course, and we had the Stephen Colbert video in there as well. Number four, Michael Brown, hands up, don't shoot. We're still doing this. Number five, Nazis versus communists. Clear difference between the two of them. Number six, you know, I think we determined that Pelosi meant to say Taiwan. All right, I didn't, mm. I didn't look that much into it, okay? But Pelosi on China, number six. Number seven, all of this COVID People, we had Whitmer saying, oh, I got COVID, but at least I'm vaccinated. And twice boosted. Twice boosted, uh, which means you've been vaccinated four times now for COVID. Still getting it. We got CDC. But she can still go on a cruise right now. She could go on a cruise and she doesn't even have to take a test. No. She, right now, with COVID, could go on a cruise. With so people, fine. With people who are unvaccinated. Yeah. That have to have a negative test. And the Weather Channel saying this new COVID variant can even infect vaccinated people. Number eight, Anthony, inspiration, symbolism of science, truth, integrity, consistency, Fauci. It's a long name, but, you know, I'm not his parents. Number nine, climate change is causing childhood obesity. And number 10, you get a hysterectomy and you get, are you, wait, are you at least five years old? Yeah, you get a hysterectomy. That's totally fine. From the Boston Children's Hospital. We should just be taking service. We should just be taking uteruses out in the womb. <laughs> right. Just go and take it. Just, Costco still put Chuck in there as another vote. All right. All right, y'all. Watch you get your, while, while you're getting your votes watch, in. Watch you get your votes in. Yeah. Once you get your votes in, please. Uh, please go join GML.com. Join GML.com. Get in on the live. We do monitor the voting process here at Good Morning Liberty. We have full control over it. And, and we have everyone's IDs. We only allow you to vote if you're paying us $6 a month at least. Poll tax. But there, if you want to be a real libertarian, that there's that option too. So you can go sign up on our page to be a real libertarian. We will make sure the world knows that you are a, a real libertarian for doing that. Join gmail.com. Go to godhatesfeds.com for your t-shirt. I noticed you put a little... Um, a little uh, snippet there on our Instagram that got some pretty good feedback. I, I did, that. yeah. That was nice. I did. So godhatesfeds.com to get yourself some merch and uh, and then also share the show with a friend, a family member, or foe. Who won? Boston Children's Hospital comes away with the win. That was a spread out vote. I, I got to say, I, I don't disagree with that because it was pretty good, mm-hmm. the whole thing. I thought Fauci might end up coming out with the win, but really it was Boston Children's and then pleading the fifth. Jesus... Trump and uh, and yeah, Fauci, they were tied together. So yeah, Boston children running away with it. Thank you for voting, everyone. All right, y'all. If you do all those things that I mentioned while you were voting, then we'll be back again on Monday. Hope you have a good weekend and a good morning. Liberty.